Happy International Podcast Day! On this episode of the Cube Command Podcast, we will be discussing our Mario Kart Tour review and various other news, including Gogeta in Dragon Ball Fighters and some new Disney and Pixar movies that are coming out soon. Enjoy! Welcome, welcome to the Cube Command Podcast. My name is Tommy Savoya. And I'm Nick. And this is the podcast where you can chill with me and Nick as we talk about news, reviews, and other things in the gaming, pop culture, and movie industry. So, a little mobile game has uh, surfaced and has been making the rounds on the uh, on the shops, and uh, it's, it's made quite a splash. Oh, definitely. Yeah, or should I say a crash? Oh, gosh. yeah this um this little game is called mario kart tour and um we did download it because we like mario kart and we're on our phones a lot so why not right (laughs) yeah why not that was nintendo's logic when coming up with this game honestly when you're on the go and you like enjoying mario kart why not put it on your device i know it's nintendo's been experimenting with a lot of mobile games and mario kart was one of the ones that that they made a lot of heads turn. They're like, really? They're putting Mario Kart on the phone. Okay. Why? Because Not are- why. It's about time. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's more of oh, uh, yeah. why when they already have a successful one on the Switch, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, what are they going to do to make it different? And they did a lot. Uh, Mario Kart Tour is played with one hand. One hand. I mean... I still use two, kind of, sometimes. It's actually better to use two. It is. Because you drift by sliding your finger across a screen, and you use items by tapping it or sliding backwards to throw it behind you. Yep. And this, you you might ask, uh, isn't this kind of counterintuitive to Mario Kart? Yes. Mm. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Um, Mostly because you're locked to one control scheme. Pretty much. Well... Well, one way of actually doing it, yeah. There's there is a gyro feature though, but I highly doubt anybody's actually going to use that. Really, have you tried it? Out? Yes. Really? I look ridiculous. <laughs> is, it, is it like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like like pretty much like how the 3ds was with the gyro feature. Oh, like with, with the, the steering face raiders. Yeah, kind of like that. that was but horrible. like you're just holding it in front of you, and you got to turn it. And when you got to make those tight turns, your phone's about to be upside down. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna look pretty good. So yeah, so I usually just have it just normal, and I got manual drift. If you don't have manual drift, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, the man, there's manual drift, and then there's regular steering. Mm-hmm. There's no in between. No, it's not like you pull it farther on your screen; it makes you drift, or a little bit it makes you turn. Yeah, no, you're, you're either drifting or not. You're gonna need drifting in this game. Imagine playing Mario Kart where you're only drifting or only steering. Like, imagine playing eight. Like I mean, that. when I think about it, I think the majority of the time I am drifting more. I don't really usually turn. Like, like, like normal well, that, turn would just true, enjoy. But you look at you look at ones like um, uh, Yoshi Circuit, that's, like, really tight. Or if you look at, like, the Thwomp Ruins, that's not in this game, but the Thwomp well, those, Ruins, yeah. that, like, you kind of have to make those split-second decisions. And if you drift, it can kind of mess you up. Because there, there are plenty of times where this one-handed control scheme has, like, completely messed me up. 
Oh yeah, definitely. Cause some reason I I don't know if it happens to you, but sometimes like I'll end up drifting a lot farther, even though my uh, thumb is like closer to the side of the screen to make tighter turns. I know. I don't understand it. It is like it, it's a little inconsistent. What I tried was I tried different settings to see. There was one that had smart steering, where it's not it's not as bad as uh, Mario Kart Eight is. Towards like it's gonna like completely take over like your drifting. I don't know. I feel but like it kind of does that. I tried it like early. That's what I'm using now because I just had to go back to it. Because the other way, I don't know. It was like it wasn't consistent like I wanted. But this one is it's helping me a little bit. Yeah, I think they automatically put that on by default, and you have to actually you have to actually go into yeah. the settings and select it. Oh yeah, I definitely did it first before I started trying. I tried like my like a setting that I think I might be good at first, which I usually took off like all the handicap stuff, went straight manual first, see how it would feel. Only thing I added on was smart steering. That's probably the only thing. My my issue is uh, the fact that you have items while... Because, like, in Mario Kart 8, I love drifting past someone and, like, nailing them with an item and then getting my boost and kind of pulling forward. Uh, good point, yep. You can't really do that in this game because y- your finger e- is either in drift mode or it's in item mode. Mm-hmm. There's no in between. And there's plenty of times where I've tried to, like kind of tap like like in crash where you kind of like hop to, to yeah. reposition yourself mm-hmm. and i've accidentally used an item because it registered as a normal tap yep, that and happened. slide that know. happened to me i'm like i didn't mean to use that it's 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 frustrating but all things considered i think the game runs and looks really well for a mobile oh definitely mobile yeah it's still manageable it definitely is like not really too much complaints about it like what that they pulled over the assets from mario kart 8 didn't they Oh, looks like it. A little bit. They definitely brought back like uh, one of nostalgic uh, race stages. Yeah, that. <laughs> I, I think the newest one they have is New York. Is is that an old one? I think I don't know. It's, it's not New Donk City. It's just straight up New York. It is. Yeah, it's pretty much just straight up New York. It's New York Minute. New York Minute. I don't really recognize that track. I don't either. I, you know what? It might be a reference from the Mario Odyssey. Oh, for Pauline. Yeah. Pauline City. Well, yeah, that would make sense. She is the mascot character for that. Speaking of which, since it's released, Pauline is actually the first summonable character. Well, not the first summonable. You'll probably get Toad or Toadette first. But, <laughs> yeah. but the one you want to go for is uh, most likely Pauline, which I got her my first my first summon. You know, I'm not gonna brag. Yeah, okay, Mr. <laughs> Special. Okay, yeah, I, I got it on my, on my second summon, so I'm not as awesome <laughs> as Nick, but um, it, it's not impossible to get her. No, nah. it's really not. I think like um, cause it, it's it's a gotcha game, but I mean the summoning rates. I mean that doesn't seem too bad actually. It doesn't, but then you have to think about the fact that you have to do a lot of grinding to even get to the mm-hmm. point where you are summoning people. Which is, there is very a long grind to get these rubies or gems. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the rubies. It takes five to get a character, or you can save up forty five and get ten characters and save yourself five. Which I recommend okay. saving up to ten. Yeah, I, I would too. Because you, you'll be able to get vehicles too. I don't know. I I just it feels weird having to unlock Mario in a Mario game. You know? Yeah, it is kind of weird because it's like you know you expect Mario to be like more of a default character. No, Star the de- of default character's Toad. I know. Ironic, isn't it? I, I didn't know that until earlier today when you told me. Yeah, Tommy thought his, his uh, luck was, like, really bad. <laughs> I just thought I was the un- unluckiest person ever. I was like, oh, I'm about to get Donkey Kong and rip up the streets. 
Dang it, I got towed. I got towed. Why did I get towed? Why? What's wrong with Toad, man? What you got against Toad? Toad's annoying. Toad doesn't like you either. I know he doesn't. It can stay that way. (laughs) (laughs) But it's okay, though, because I got Metal Mario a couple pulls later. So I'm okay. Which I want. I really do want Metal Mario, too. I got the music Mario. tracks for Metal Mario. Mm, Yeah, there is, like, the Rock Rock Mountain. Apparently, that's, like, his signature stage. And then... What does it It... It does, unfortunately, because some characters actually you'll get more bonus points depending on which stage you're in. Ah, true. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's not really stats because they'll change along the way. But if you're going for the rank system, which we're going to talk about in a few seconds, right. it's going to increase your chance of getting to the top top of the leaderboard and more more stylish points to get. So that's the only downside. It's like pretty much everyone is exact same. Only difference is they're going to get a one-up on you either because of the character they chose for it, which you're going to get like one extra item box you can get. Or two. Or two, which that's kind of messed up in a sense, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because if your luck's not good, you're going to probably be stuck with someone who only has one or two chances of getting the items. Yeah, let's say you, you didn't pull any characters that are good in the next cup. Yeah. You're not be going to be able to raise your ranking at all because you're you're capped at a certain amount of that's, points. Yeah, that's the only thing. And uh, you know that's something you explained to me earlier. I was confused about the um, the rankings because they don't mm-hmm. do a great job of of explaining the ranking no, system. No, it didn't explain at all because it was because um, it's like whenever you end up going to the friends, you're automatically going to uh, see the rank system already. Friends right. ranking on the bottom right. It's going to be the cup that you're going to be uh, pretty much racing for the top. But when you see it, it doesn't really say anything else because you can scroll to the next side of the of the cup because it makes it look like hey oh maybe i didn't do something right in here that's what i thought yeah because like i gotta keep going back and make sure like i did something correct i was i was trying to raise my ranking and i i finished the was the koopa cup yeah and then i went over to the toad cup because i was done with that i was like okay i can just keep grinding and earning points but it didn't make my point counter go up and I was kind of dumb because I, I went ahead and did another cup just to see what would happen. Um, my ranking still didn't go up. So I was like, wait a second. Is this just robbing me of points? Is my internet connection? Like, what's going on? Because my, my coins are still going up. My yeah, that's, are still going I was up. seeing that too because I was like, I'll, all right, let me make sure I get like five stars from each each yeah. race. Because that, that's what it looked like. It's like, you got to get all of these to move up. Right. It didn't work like that because I was like, why, why am I not going up either? Yeah, and, and, and then you explained to me it's only in the Koopa Cup. Yeah. And then that means if you want to beat your friends in the rankings, it's not about how well you play. It's if you get the right characters through randomization Honestly. to get the point multipliers and then get mm-hmm. lucky enough to get certain items yeah. to boost up your score. Yeah, because, I mean, you can do a phenomenal and get as many points and hits coins as much as you can, but if you don't have that character with the multipliers, you're still going to be stuck at a certain number. Right. And the multipliers, they, they they really do make a difference it, because yeah. everything you do in the race counts. Everything. Jumps, coins, uh, heck, frenzies. That is, that's the best way to actually get the points yeah. up. Um, talk about that for a second. Honestly, let's go for it. <laughs> Frenzy is a new mechanic where, uh, where you get a infinite amount of a certain item. Think the golden mushroom, except <laughs> any item is fair game. You can get... A frenzy from blue shells. The sacred 
most hated item in yes. all Mario Kart history. You thought you were going to get Mario Kart at <laughs> one? You're about to get Mario Kart like six more times. I know. It's like, imagine being that one person in first place and then freaking <laughs> the other player gets an infinite amount of blue shells. You're just, they're, they're marching toward you like an army of just destruction. Just looking at these blue streaks go by, you're like, you're dodging them because I'm pretty sure they can still hit you when they go by. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, so. That's a whole new level to being Mario Karted. Jeez, like you see, you just see like this whole like huge blueberry explosion just happening on the other side of this. <laughs> I want to see race. it. I want to see it actually in the in the mainline game. I'm not saying it would be horrible if it was in the mainline games, but just there's some part of me that wants to see what would happen. It's gonna be horrible. I know. It's gonna be the end of multiplayer. Yo, no, friendships would, are gonna be ruined because of this. <laughs> it would break the game in half, but there's just a tiny sliver of me that just, like wants to see it happen. Because it's it's not just the blue shells. You can do it from green shells, reds, yeah, the bombs. I hate the bananas. It happened to bananas for me. Uh, mushrooms. You can do it from mushrooms. You you think the the lucky seven would be good in this game? But it's really not. It was actually good an eight but it's in this game the only reason is because what tommy explained earlier with having to drift and click the item button you're actually clicking like all of them at the same time it's already yeah. used up you can't you can't uh well may, i think you swipe it forward maybe you can but i but i like, tried it he saw me like yeah tried it but it just ended up using all of them except for like probably had like a banana or a shell left see here's here's the thing when people think of a Nintendo game being made for mobile, there's certain expectations they have because of the quality of Nintendo games and the ideas that oh, you know, Nintendo makes a lot of mo- uh, a lot of mobile games like the 3DS and the Switch. It should be easy for them to make a mobile game, but Nintendo's mindset is that they want people to play with one hand, and they're gonna make the games fundamentally different than the mainline games to separate mm-hmm. them and suck as much cash as they can from you. Yep. Which that explains the gold pass, oh. which is honestly as much as purchasing a new game. I honestly don't think it would be worth it. The only thing is you're getting like slight benefits. You're able to unlock the 200 CC. I believe you're also able to get uh, which 200 CC pretty much allows you to get more points too. It's kind yeah. of really messed up too. It's like ends up being coming a pay to win. You're able to get these other gold tickets too, which I believe it's like bonus like probably xp because you can actually level up the vehicles too yeah there's there's a lot of those micro currencies micro currencies currencies for currencies that's that's one of the things that kind of turned me off from some of these mobile games like you have to keep track of so many currencies and stamina and ways to keep playing your game it's like i already have a switch Mm mm-hmm the the reason I got this was because I'm not gonna always have my switch on me. Oh yeah, we're we're all using this just because until the multiplayer update comes out. Yeah. Which I'm well, if you're not like oh, a crazy, that's right. yeah, yeah, that's the thing. This new release it didn't introduce a multiplayer yet, which apparently means that there's still bugs about it. So I'm assuming yeah. they're fixing that before it actually ends up coming out. I guess a it's like a pseudo beta test, beta mm-hmm. test, uh, because you're not actually racing against real people. No, and that's something. I didn't know at the beginning. Yeah. I got so hyped when I won my first race. I was like, oh, man, I'm so good. Yeah, I was like, yes, in your face, Kevin. <laughs> but no, Kevin's a computer. Nope, he's in every race, apparently. Yeah, Kevin. Well, mine. I don't know they, about anybody else if you have the same name. I think what they're doing is ripping um, people's nicknames uh, and making, like, naming the CPUs after them. Because they're just computers. Yeah. And... 
you know that that's the whole point i thought of mario kart on mobile would be playing against people yeah at least like i understood like the whole multiplayer aspect like well you gotta be local yeah. i'm assuming maybe but this i mean it's it's meh yeah. it's still fun but i mean gets you some practice before it comes out but i i it's just kind of tedious yeah I'm, I'm curious what's going to happen with the multiplayer update because that's going to be the big meat of the game so well we'll see uh what happens then so far i think it's an okay experience like i'm not gonna spend money on because i don't spend money on mobile games anyway yeah um it's an interesting little distraction Mm-hmm. And I think the competition with other friends is pretty cool. It actually doesn't drain your battery as much like most games. It really does. Did you notice that? Yeah. I even put the power saving mode on, and I'm oh, like same. pretty good. Yeah. Like I probably get by like 20 minutes, and it probably takes like maybe like five or six percent. That's not crazy bad, but I mean, still look into that. It's it's really um it's effective. I think it works. Mm-hmm. I haven't had it. I haven't come across any game breaking bugs with it. It's just the the principles behind the game that. It's a little, uh, a little sketchy, but well, we'll we'll see what happens when the multiplayer update comes out because mm-hmm. we'll have more to talk about then for sure. All right, so I guess we can give a little mention to uh, our good friend Gogeta. Gogeta Blue. Gogeta from, Blue from the Dragon Ball Super movie with Broly. Yeah, he came out on the twenty sixth. Um, he is the fifth DLC character of Challenger Pack Two, or. Is it called uh, DLC Pack Two? So. Yeah, um, for Dragon Ball Fighters. First of all, why is he so big? Um, he's about the size of Boo. I thought he was going to be about Fat Vegeta's Boo, not height. Kid Boo. Yeah, Fat Boo. <laughs> um, he's uh, he's interesting. He's really fun to play. He has a lot of mix-ups. Like he has that vanish. Yeah. But I can't really get the hang of it yet. I have to practice with him more because it's one of the more technical supers he has. Um. He's very powerful. He has considerable range, and he has multi-hits. Um, good old multi-hits. He is a beast. He's really good. Like, once you know and understand him, he's really good. Yeah. Like, Tommy already has him <laughs> down-packed, honestly. Not, well, not not completely. I I managed to do some extended air combos with him and chain his um, his quarter circle back into into itself twice and then doing the super where he, you know, the... Was it the Rainfire or whatever it's called? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You said earlier today. Stardust something. Stardust Speedway. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, out of all the, the DLC, I'm actually, I, I don't know, Goku from GT is fun. Videl's also fun. But I think Gogeta, he might be the most fun yeah, out of them. For you? Yeah, for me. <laughs> oh, he, get, I, he enjoys his Yamcha. Yeah. Uh, let's not, let's not forget that. <laughs> But Gogeta's a lot of fun. And he's good. He's I, I think he's going to be a good character. Because what I also love is they referenced this Gogeta based on all the three variations, which was from the first movie he was introduced, which was Z-Style. Right. Which was Fusion Reborn. They referenced that one. That was that one's still my favorite. Reference GT Gogeta. That was with the, where he clones himself into the after images. That was referenced from there, oh, too. Okay. And the Big Bang Kamehameha was referenced from that, too. And then now we got everything else. The rest of it came from the Super movie. Yeah. Which, honestly, you want to talk about, like, his, his finishing moves? Like, his how good they are, look? Man, they're, <laughs> they're pretty fancy. They, they did a really like good work. straight from the movie. Like, they got the, the art style 
like right when he was uh yeah. doing that Kamehameha in that last scene. Yeah, um it was the one where he's about to kill Broly. Yep. Yeah. The way his isn't like his eyes. Yeah, his play. eyes is just my this favorite is, crazy. is the Stardust uh, Rain Fire. What was it called? Uh, Dude. I'm actually looking up now. Stardust Fall is what it's called. Okay. Stardust Fall. Yeah, it, it's um, it's amazing combo finish because it does so many hits. Mm-hmm. Like I was testing in a training. And I was able to get like 55 hit combo with him just in like in maybe like half an hour of practicing. It covers like a good amount of the, of the stage. It really does. He does incredible Like range. if you can use it when they're in a corner, I think you'll be pretty good. That's what I was saying. I think he actually has more potential than Vegito because Vegito is more so close range. He doesn't I have love, much to keep you at bay in long range. I love my boy Vegito. Yeah, well, so do I. I might got I might gotta give Tommy this one too. Yeah, <laughs> Gogeta just has a command man that makes all the difference. Gogeta is fun. He came out on the twenty sixth. He's five dollars. Get him if you like him. I guarantee you will. All right, so that that pretty much covers it for games mm-hmm. um, this week. Uh, so let's move on to something else we haven't talked about for a while, which is uh, movies that aren't uh, superhero movies. Nope. Yeah, they're not, they're <laughs> not superhero movies. No, these are, we're talking purely about animation. Uh, yeah, the um, new movie that uh, releases this week on the 27th is oh, called Abominable. Oh, I had no idea it comes out it was, on the 27th. Uh, it's from the creators of How to Train Your Dragon. Pretty much, I mean... The movie looks good, but the whole story, it seems more like we've already had that story, the same one. Yeah, it, it feels like... Okay, you want you want to summarize it? It's uh basically about a group of friends. Well, I'm assuming they're friends. I don't know if they're actually siblings, but they live in Beijing. And then um, apparently it's about this uh, yeti that just, um, that just appears at the rooftop of this girl's home. As yetis was, do. Which, yeah, it's like, what? Okay. And uh, apparently he has magical powers. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like... A Yeti with magical powers. I'm just, I, I don't even know. Imagine lots of words. Maybe like, is that a part of uh, uh, Abominable sp- Snowman mythology that we just don't know? Uh, I guess. I mean, I haven't really heard anything else about having magical powers. Maybe probably something like summoning a blizzard like out of nowhere. But no, this... He was like able to like summon like a mini tsunami... In the in a trailer where we saw, yeah, because was it, it's it's kind of like um it's a journey movie where like they're trying to get him back home to Mount Everest. Is that right? I'm assuming yeah, because then there's a group of villains who wants to keep him captive. Where do we where have we heard this before? <laughs> yeah, um, I we I can think of a number <laughs> of movies where we've heard this before, um. Namely, the movie that they touted in the beginning. How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> yeah, from the makers of How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, also from the story writers of How to Train Your Dragon. They apparently. literally said it twice. Like, we didn't hear that enough. You just want us to watch the movie again? Is that yeah, what you're saying? I mean, I'm cool with that. I can watch them again. It's just, I'd rather yeah. watch the original thing. If I'm not saying it's a ripoff. I'm just saying that it's very similar to the movie they already, mm-hmm. the trilogy they already finished um, earlier this year. It hasn't even been, like, 10 months since Dragons came out, the the last one. And now um, they have another movie about a kid who finds this magical creature and has to keep him away from the people who want to kill it and bonds with it along the way. 
While she's playing the violin. Yeah, while she's playing who, the violin. She has powers too, apparently. Yeah, because okay, she was yeah, she was playing like a little melody, and then all of a sudden she was summoning like a bunch of flowers blooming. Yeah, she had like um, the power to give life or something because they had those like flowers that would bloom. Yeah, that, actually, that might be her power actually. But then the, that's a good theory. So how does why does it make the abominable snowman special? Her they, violin's magic. He's magic. I don't know. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> Is everyone magic here? Uh, might as well be. Yeah, you like you said he was creating waves, like he was they were going through like a mm-hmm. savanna. See, when I first saw it, I thought it was a ground at first, but I they were still in the boat. But they were in grass. Grass doesn't grow. Oh no, water, not like. not in that scene. They they were in a swamp. Oh, okay. Or, or more of a marsh. It look like a swamp. I know, I know it just looked like there's a whole grassland. Like when I first saw the trailer, I was like, geez, he just made the whole like ground just liquefy kinda. Of. But no, like if you look back on it, they were actually just in a boat in a marsh. Looks like a yeah. Windows ninety five background. <laughs> you got <laughs> Now that you think about, it, yeah, <laughs> definitely does look like that. I'm I'm just I only saw it once, but um, it it didn't look bad. Like DreamWorks animation is is always no, consistently yeah. good. Animation did look good. It's just story. Just there, there's kinda, been so many animated kinda, movies like that. Kind of seems plain a little bit. I mean, okay. honestly, that trailer pretty much gave away the whole movie. I'd say it gave away too much than it should have. Knowledge or... I, I'd say it's not as bad as some other movies. Yeah, you're right. It, it did give away a lot. I don't know. I, I feel like if you're showing acts... If you're showing scenes from, like, the last act of the movie... Yeah. Save that. Especially, save like, the man. really good parts. Because it looked like those were actually good parts that they showed. Yeah. But then again, we haven't seen the movie, so we can't really tell. Yeah. Good point. It's just... I don't know. I, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing it. I don't know if I'm, I really want to buy a ticket for it. Yeah, I, I mean, I love a good DreamWorks movie. There's nothing wrong with DreamWorks. I'm just going to be ca- right. cautiously optimistic about it. Yeah. But yeah, Abominable comes out September 27th. It's in a couple days. Yeah. Yep. Next is... Uh, actually, the next movie coming out. They just released a trailer for it today. Um, it's Frozen 2. The sequel to Frozen 1. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, it comes out November twenty second, and um, you know I I haven't seen the first Frozen in its entirety. I probably should at some point. Eh, you got enough time. I just didn't really feel a um an obligation to. I guess. I mean, honestly, from looking at the new trailer, there's it's actually like really good development so far between the characters. It looked like it had more. Like you said, more action going on. Mm-hmm. It definitely did because the first one, it was more depressing if if you look back on it. Yeah. Because it was just pretty much as uh, Elsa just finding herself pretty much because she didn't really feel accepted at all because of her powers. You know how to control it. Her sister Anna pretty much almost dying right there. It's pretty messed up. And then this one is like uh, she pretty much grew grew up. I, I guess probably because. From what I understand, like, Elsa is, like, not an outcast anymore, so now they can actually do more with the character mm-hmm. and bring the characters to, like, different places, I guess, as a whole cast instead of having them all, like, split up throughout the movie. Yeah, because now, like, yeah, pretty much Elsa's pretty much playing as a hero in this one. I'm not saying that she was not last one, but it really wasn't, like, a hero role that she was given. Right. She's more conflicted. Mm-hmm. She's She's... 
going and jumping into the action. That's neat. I, I like the soundtrack they're using. That really caught me. Like the mm-hmm. whole autumn aesthetic in the soundtrack. Yeah. I it, it caught my attention. I think that yeah, the whole autumn, the whole like I don't I guess like yeah, like a fall setting. It definitely fits it since it does release in November. Ah, yes. So I think that's where they're kind of going for for that setting. Yeah, I I think um uh Disney really wants to get the uh the holiday tickets for this one. Yep. Given that Frozen at a point in time was probably their biggest movie like in what was it 2015? Possibly. Yeah. yeah. I think so. But I mean they really stepped up the animation. It looks really good. Yeah, yeah. They Disney's uh Disney Studios has really good animation skills. Um, they're kind of top dog in this department. Yeah, because there's like a lot of details in the background that, like, I was just looking at. I was like, "Wow." Yeah, I, I really like the choice of colors. Mm-hmm. The orange clashing with like the snow and the, and the gray mountains, and the characters themselves. I I really like how it looks. I I might just want to go watch it just for like how it just looks. Alone. Yeah. Well, we might have to go do that then. Yeah, I have to watch the first one though. I have to find it somewhere. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Frozen 2 comes out November 22nd, and they released, I think it was, it was the latest or final trailer or something, most recent trailer. Yeah. But, um, speaking of Disney animated pictures, we got our last one, and that is gonna be Onward, uh, starring Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Oh boy. I am so Our two favorite goofballs. Your two favorite Marvel goofballs. I am so excited for this movie. You can't, you can't separate those two. No, <laughs> and, and they're in a Pixar movie. All right, mm-hmm. Pixar, Pixar just uh, caught my attention again with uh, uh, Incredibles, Toy Story Four. I'm ready to see what an original Pixar can do. It's just funny because they they kept Chris's like accent still. He's he's, he's really he's I think he's going to be the more energetic. Oh, definitely. Uh, contrasted to um, Tom Holland's more, I guess. Um serious or slightly paranoid character yeah that's that's what he seems to be i can but i can get behind that i like that trailer though because the only thing you know they're going on, on an adventure that's all you know that's all i need to know exactly <laughs> it's they didn't get into me too many details like everything happened the whole trailer was like pretty much one scene right one scene it could be like somewhere like in the very beginning of the movie that we'll see or like somehow like a little bit in between the beginning and the middle. That's what it seems like. Wouldn't it be some twist if it was at the end of the movie? <laughs> that would be crazy. Like maybe there's some time stuff going on or... Probably. Or maybe this is after the character development. I don't know. That yeah. But I, I like that trailer because it makes you curious about it. It makes you even more well, not curious. Not only that, it's the whole world. The whole, this isn't a generic yeah. world. This is... It's like oh, bit mythological. Yeah, much. mythological creature. It's not like a Monsters Inc. Mm-hmm. It's um. It's like everything like took a different role, like mythical creatures within human world. But I don't think there's any humans. That might be what the twist is. They're, ah. During their adventure, they might come across a human and like, oh, this is so weird. This is a mythological creature. Ironically, backtrack. Yeah, and backtrack. Um, kind of like how uh, what's that movie? Have you saw uh, Planet Fifty One? Yeah, remember I remember that? that movie. It was like it was just like a whole swap scenario. Yeah, because uh, Mars was basically Earth, mm-hmm. and then the Earthlings that came to Mars were the aliens. So that could be the storyline too. It could be similar to that. Yeah, yeah. that would be interesting. I hope. I kind of hope they explore more of the monster side of it. And I, I, because I, I don't know. It's been done before, 
I'm not saying it's overdone, but it has mm-hmm. been done before. I, I I wouldn't be like I wouldn't be upset if they did it. I just would like it if they lean toward more of like the monster side of it. True, I can see that. Monsters thing already happened. Yeah. But I, they they haven't really given me any reason to doubt them so far. You can't go too wrong with Monsters Inc. Though <laughs> no, you can't. I have yet to dislike that movie. I don't think I will. You know, um, what, the last original Pixar movie was a Good Dinosaur, and before that, I think it was Brave. I did not see Good Dinosaur. Neither did I, but I heard it was. Eh. Yeah, just the way it looked, it was just like it. Okay, like I don't mean to bash it, but it looked way too kid friendly for me. It didn't look like Pixar animation. Mm-hmm. It looked cheap, I guess. I, I'm sure the animators worked their hearts out, but like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's a good move. But yeah, you know, I guess like you know, it's not gonna be for everybody. Probably like the adequate dinosaur. Yeah. Uh, and and before that, it was Brave. I was not impressed with that one either. It was just all the trailers made you think it was gonna be this action heroine with uh, a bow and arrow. Yeah. I, I like, mean, right. it looked pretty cool. Like, oh, it's this uh, princess who has to be like very mature about everything has to be treated like a princess and she wants to be you know kind of rugged treated like like the other guys that's what i was assuming but i mean i still have yet to see the movie tommy has already though that was just my thought when whenever i got the chance to see it or whenever it wasn't what i expect i'm I'm not gonna say it was a bad movie it was just i couldn't get immersed in the world the way i could in other pixar movies and plus it really wasn't what they promised meredith was like so whiny and she hated her mom and her mom becomes a bear. Spoilers. I kind of thought her mom was like on her side, honestly. No, it was a it was a mother daughter movie, oh, which, which is fine. It's just I, I didn't go in there expecting it. You know, mm-hmm. it was promised something different. Oh, there's another movie we should have seen too. What? Um, Ralph breaks the internet. Oh, you know that's on Netflix. We still haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I haven't. I just thought about it because I was thinking about that one scene in the trailer where all the princesses are together <laughs> and no one understands what, uh, what what's her name? Uh, Meredith is saying. No one understands what Meredith is saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like really strong actually. Everyone's like, she, she's new here. <laughs> and then, yeah, she's from the other studio. Oh, yeah. And she's, yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh. Because <laughs> that was uh, Disney animation. Or Meredith is a Pixar character. <laughs> I think, I think that, that's a funny gag they put in there. Yeah, that's a clever joke. I, <laughs> she's from the other side. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, you know, um, given like the, the quality of the past sequels Pixar made, I'm, I'm pretty confident onward. Mm-hmm. I guess I can, I can kind of see like how we're, we're more positive about onward than abominable because we don't know, we know less about onward than we do abominable, but That's we're more excited for it. Is mainly because of the trailer. The trailer gave way too much for well, it. Story-wise. A trailer can still give enough away and still be slight. I, I, I agree. They shouldn't. Like, if but, it's a series thing, but, you know, you can understand that because you can right. tell what's going to happen. Like, Avengers, like, those, we already knew what was going to happen. We just like the trailers. <laughs> I think for me, it's it's more of, I get the premise, or I get the world of Onward more. It's like, Abominable, it's like, it's kind of a normal world. And then you're given this abominable snowman, which you has gotta take powers. him back. Yeah, and it's like I, I guess I can, I can kind of understand, but I can't really get down with the world in the same way I can. Just 
mythological creatures live in their everyday lives. Right. With Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Like, I I, I just think the premise of Onward just is more interesting to me. It's not released date yet, but it will be coming out soon, apparently. I believe maybe next year? Uh, uh, yeah, I'd probably say next probably year. next spring. Yeah. All right, so Onward, um, Abominable, and Frozen 2. We got a lot of news to cover this week. All right, so you can listen to the Cube Command podcast on basically any podcast platform. I don't think I'm going to string off the names again. It takes too long. Um, but you can watch us on YouTube. We're back to making YouTube videos. I just started putting out the Mario Maker 2 highlights from our streams. Um, that's Cube Command on YouTube. You can also find us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Cube Command. And watch us when we stream occasionally. All right. I want to thank you all for listening. And we'll catch you next time. Have you ever heard of Blueberry? Blueberry, what's that? Well, it's only one of the most respected media hosting sites out there with a customizable audio player, media validation, and unlimited downloads. Wow, does it have free technical support? Yes. Is it optimized to work with WordPress for easy blog posts? Yes. Does it require third-party sites to access? No. Is it spelled with a B and an L and a U and a B-R-R-Y? Yes. With affordable hosting packages and detailed statistics, Blueberry must be the best podcast hosting service for me. Yeah, well, wait a second. How'd you know that? I, I didn't say that. I don't know. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> Use our promo code CUBECOMMAND to get your first month of hosting free. Thank you for listening.